1: Your hour of Thrive Time begins now with your host, Jay Mamie, on the Jay Mamie Talk Show
2: Lifestyle Edition. Good day, everyone, and welcome once again to the Jay Mamie Talk Show Lifestyle Edition. I want to thank you. If you are visiting this show for the very first time, today will be a day that you will remember as a turning point in your life, recognizing how this particular show must be a part of it week to week to week. I hope that you are encouraged to understand that this particular show will give you every week the insight you need in order to thrive in the lifestyle that you are pursuing. And boy, we have a fantastic show for you today. By the way, if you've not had a chance to visit our prior shows, we've launched the Lifestyle Edition now for a couple of weeks. We've got a couple of fantastic broadcasts already in the library Make sure that you visit the jmaymeetalkshow.com for the previous broadcast featuring the Lifestyle Edition. But we have yet three and a half years of the J Show, also available for your listening pleasure at the jmaymeetalkshow.com. The Lifestyle Edition is a spinoff of the very successful first show that we've had, the J Show. Now it's also the Business Edition, but the content is fantastic. The reviews, the testimonials, and the feedback that I continue to receive week after week, including this new latest spinoff, is fantastic, worthwhile your effort. Make sure that you go to the site, thejmameytalkshow.com. Have a chance to binge here all of our prior episodes. And while you're at our site, make sure that you visit the JMamie.com. There you're going to have an opportunity to learn a little bit more about me. Watch the videos and the blogs and the vlogs and all the good things that we've got going on as we continue to deliver value to the community, locally, nationally, internationally, so that you can have thrive-minded content. And by the way, speaking about that thrive-minded content, can I encourage you to consider picking up a copy of my 10th book? It was released about a month ago, and it is already a smash hit. I can't tell you the excitement and the joy that I feel when I continue to receive on a daily, multiple times a day now. The feedback that the book, 10 Toxic Traits That Keep You Broke, Busted and Disgusted, is having as an impact, as an awakening. I've even heard that word, awakening, for most people who have been dealing with these personal stumbling blocks unbeknownst to them. These toxic traits can hold you back. They are progress inhibiting behaviors that unless you are made aware of them, chances are you could be experiencing them to your own progress detriment. So you want to make sure that you look at the book, consider picking up a copy. You could find more about that at the forward slash toxic. Now, Speaking about progress inhibiting behaviors. Today's show is going to focus on exactly that. It's difficult to have a lifestyle worth uh, experiencing when you are challenged with a particular component or aspect of your life that becomes a struggle. And boy, we've got three amazing individuals today. We got a jam-packed show today that it's going to address those topics. The author spotlight today. And I'm excited about this gentleman. He's a motivational speaker. He's a coach. He's coming hard and fast on the motivational speaker scene. Bryce Rungy is the author of the hit book, Wake Up, Wake Up, Wake Up. And boy, does he have a powerful message that I think will inspire many of you as it did me when I had my conversations with him. Hence the reason he's on the show today. Boy, and I gave him some good questions. And I got to tell you something. This man is ready to deliver quality content today. He'll be coming up a little bit later on the show. And coming back yet again is the founder of Coherence Warrior, Randy Bowles, is going to continue to develop a narrative that's going to help individuals that are struggling with overcoming discouragement, And even depression, we're going to take a deeper dive into that because I think that we live in a time where many individuals are experiencing a quiet life of desperation, struggling with stress, anxiety, living a life where they are on the on the fringe of, I think, uh, you know, a breakdown. So he's going to reveal how to explore, how to analyze if you are at that brink. And I think this could be a very critical segment for many of you. Randy Bowles is going to join us today. He is going to be our business spotlight. And then on the end of our show, we're going to have a conversation with the the dynamic Amanda Bell, co-founder of CEO AF. Her and Kimbra Garcia, the co-founders of this extraordinary organization that is really pouring a different way to consider experiencing life as a CEO. Apart from the usual echo chamber of conversation that you hear, we're going to take a deep dive into what makes CEO AF a unique model designed to help those that are in the business community, but quite frankly, anyone in any community, whether it's business or an individual, But they're focusing that knowledge and wisdom in the corporate space, in the CEO space. Amanda Bell, the CFO of CEO AF, is going to join us today and drop knowledge bombs that's going to help us. And she'll make an announcement about an upcoming event that they're hosting, the CEO AF Summit, coming up now in October in the DFW area. So, folks, we've got a jam-packed show today, lots of content to help you thrive. We're going to kick things off right after the break. Hey everyone, Jay Mamie from the Jay Mamie Talk Show, excited to announce that my 10th book, 10 Toxic Traits That Keep You Broke, Busted and Disgusted is now available on Amazon. And since it's release, the readers have reviewed the book and have left stellar reviews as they have come to recognize the book as a valuable resource to help them identify those toxic traits that keep them from becoming the best they can be. Those stumbling blocks have to be identified. And in this book, 10 Toxic Traits That Keep You Broke, Busted, and Disgusted, we're going to dive into a closer look at these progress inhibiting behaviors. The book is going to be a tremendous resource. It is for many already. Pick it up at Amazon. 10 Toxic Traits That Keep You Broke, Busted, and Disgusted.
1: I'm David Kazarian, President of Student Optimum Services and a Licensed Debt Arbitrator. We have one mission in mind, to cut down the $1.7 trillion in federal student loan debt by as much as possible and help hardworking Americans just like you achieve financial freedom. Our process is not a settlement or a refinance. We are not a bank or a lender, we are on your side, and we go up against these lenders to get you on track for student loan forgiveness by utilizing programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs are available to you regardless of the school you attended, your employment status or employment field. Over the past 13 years, we've helped thousands of borrowers save millions of dollars on their student loans. Student loan payments are resuming September of 2023, after being on hold for over three and a half years. So the time to take action is now. You have nothing to lose but your student loans. Visit www.studentoptimumservices.com slash Mamie to schedule a free consultation today. Welcome back to the J. Mamie Talk Show Lifestyle Edition with your host, J. Mamie. Welcome back, everyone, to the J. Mamie Talk Show. We're
2: excited about having a follow-up conversation with a recent guest that was so insightful that the feedback I received immediately was let's have him back because the subject matter that he speaks about is so let's just say common that most people are are interested in learning more about a situation they could be facing where they don't necessarily share these situations with their friends family co-workers and colleagues because it is a sensitive matter and Randy Bowles is the founder of Coherence Warrior. Because he's a certified heart math coach, he knows how to handle these situations. He came on our program a couple of months ago and did a fantastic job. You can go back to the archives and watch that show. That was the show on July 31st. Fantastic episode. That was an introductory into Randy Bowles and the goodness that he offers. But he's on the show today to take a bit of a deeper dive into what makes him... A special uh a, a specialist in the area of heart math coaching Randy welcome back to the Jay Mamie
3: talk show hey thanks Jay appreciate being here
2: Randy let's let's dive right into this uh, one of the comments that I received after you aired uh, after the show broadcast rather that that you were on was how do you know whether or not you are in the arena if you are so, sort of circling the bandwagon of going into a deep, dark place. Sometimes we're so busy in pursuit of life that we don't recognize that we are stepping on landmines that lead only to blowing yourself up um, by entering this this place of discouragement and despair and depression. What are the early warning signs that we need to be mindful of?
3: Well, that's a great question, Jay. Um, If you find that, little things are really upsetting you, mm-hmm. just putting you over the edge. And mm-hmm. everything is doing that. And you find yourself always in a negative spot where, you know, I call it the burnt toast syndrome. You get up in the morning and you drop your toast in and your toast burns. And then that sets the mood for the entire day. And you just find everything wrong with your day, day in, day out. So, you know, oh my God, my my toast burnt in the morning and then I got stuck in traffic on the way to work. And then when I got into work, I had to update my computer and, you know, just on and on and on and everything just piles up on you. um, And you find negative in all of that. So, uh, and a lot of it is the, the words you choose to use. Um, We teach about communication and the different facets of communication. Um, But, you know, they call it spelling for a reason because the words you use put a spell on you. Mm. So, um, you know, a lot of people say, well, I have to do this and I have to do that. I have to go to work. I have to do whatever it is. You don't have to do any of that. You choose to do it. And when you take that ownership of, I'm choosing everything in my life. I'm choosing my response. Um, in the uh, Stephen Covey's book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, he talks about there's a gap of freedom between a stimulus and your response. Mm. And in that gap, you choose how you respond to something. And so when you change your verbiage and say, I choose whatever it might be. I choose to go to work. I choose to love my wife, my spouse. I choose to dedicate my life to whatever it might be. I choose everything in my life. When you make that choice, when you make that declaration, it gives you all the power and you have the power to choose the life that you want. So if your life is full of negative, full of I have to's, then it's you're probably walking down that path. And I was walking down that path to where everything that went wrong, I felt it was my fault and I was a failure. And instead of looking at it as a lesson learned or building blocks to a better life, because now that I'm in a different arena in my life, I see all of those as lessons learned. I don't see them as you're an idiot you screwed those up. You're such a failure. And so if you're looking at becoming an entrepreneur or you're already an entrepreneur and you're wanting to build, instead of looking at those situations that were could have been uh, termed failures in the past, let's look at them as lessons learned. Let's look at them as, hey, that was a great experience. Experience for me and I'm going to use that so that either a I never enter that situation again or b it just puts me in a much better place
2: you know Randy I was I was taking notes as you were speaking because I want to piggyback on a handful of things you said that are important you mentioned you gave the analogy of burning your toast in the morning um sets you off right um how many people experience that? Maybe it's not burnt toast, but something in the morning doesn't go right. And they're, they're tense for the rest of the day. I think the word that came to mind was irritable. If, if you find yourself easily irritated by things that shouldn't irritate anybody that badly, I think that's a warning sign. Would you agree?
3: Oh, completely. Yeah. Even the little things, somebody cuts you off and you just go crazy you know, when you're driving um, and, you know, having done this and being a certified coach for the last six, seven years, I still have those situations and I find myself, oh, I'm starting to get a little elevated. So, mm-hmm. I get you know, I need to pull that back in and I need to do more heart focused breathing. So and, and yeah. that's
2: one of the things we're going to talk about in a minute. We're going to get into what, what do you do when you observe? the warning signs, if you are self-observant and you recognize the warning signs, what are the remedies? What are the solutions? What are the things to immediately do? And we're going to get to that. Um, But being irritable is a key. You also said something that for me was an underlying uh, message of if you are tense, um, if you find yourself not being able to relax, you know, someone gets your gall and you're staying there way too long. In other words, uh, someone cuts you off at the light, you mentioned driving, someone cuts you off at the light, uh, you, you missed the light, someone, whatever it is, yeah, we can react to it momentarily with frustration, but boy, if you stay there very long, long after the event happened, um, and it and it just makes you so tense, would you say that's a warning sign?
3: <laughs> oh, definitely. I had an army boss that said, young man, it's one thing to pull your saber, it's another thing to fall on it. So standing your ground is one thing, but going off the deep end and just losing it because of whatever situation might be. I mean, there's some people that I have coached that have been so deep down a hole that they had no joy in their life. Mm. And I just worked really hard to get them to identify the joy, things that bring them joy in their life. And it, 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 when you pull your saber and then you stand there for so long just letting it drain you it just raises your cortisol and dumps 1400 chemicals into your system wow. which are bleeding chemicals, and they have a half-life of 12 hours wow and so you carry that around for days and days and days and if you constantly let that let the little things bother you and irritate you And just completely take over your whole life, then you're carrying that around and you're going to live a a miserable life and die at an early age because cortisol is the leading contributor to heart disease Mm -hmm. and high blood pressure, diabetes. And so, if you can find the, the joy in life and keep that focus on the joys as opposed to what's irritating you'll live a much happier life. Let's
2: examine this for a second. And this is why I like having subject matter experts on the show. Um, Randy, you said cortisol. (laughs) One of the things that people do not understand um, is the chemical reactions that occurs in our bodies when we get to that heightened level of stress, anxiety, or anger, uh, uh, in this case, uh, irritable. Um, it releases all sorts of other chemicals in your body that you're not even aware of the damage that you're doing, especially if they stay in your system ongoingly for a while and you keep replenishing them by being more angry and so on. You're doing tremendous chemical damage internally that goes beyond just the mood that, that you're experiencing. And I do want to spend more time talking about that. But as you're sharing uh, this, this, this example here, it, it comes to mind, what comes to mind is, this weekend, I was reading uh, earlier today that, um, and this is an example of what can go wrong if you don't follow the warning signs. And I'm sure this individual had warning signs. I don't know if you saw this on the news, but it, at the uh, recent football game, the Chiefs—I I don't know who they were playing—I forgot who they were playing, but it's not even important. Jackson, they're playing. Jack. Did you hear the story about the guy in the in the, in the stand? No, um, sir. So apparently, a guy got heated in the in the stands. One of the the, the uh, guys, who's a 30-year ticket season holder, season ticket holder for the Chiefs, was watching the game. The details are still sketchy. He got into a scuffle with another guy. The other guy punched him. and must have punched him in the face or punched him in the head. Uh, a day later, the guy dies as a result. Oh, wow. So now the investigations are. It's on. It's on the news today. Uh, but I, as I was reading that, I took. I thought to myself, and this is what the article didn't cover. They're covering the criminal part of it, the investigative part of it. Uh, But they missed a point, at least not in this particular article. The lesson behind this, here's a guy, 30-year season ticket holder. He's going to enjoy the game. But who knows if that guy was experiencing warning signs and just didn't pay attention. Who knows if the other guy had the same situation. Clearly, at a football game, you're there for joy and for fun and to root your team on. What could have possibly happened that led these two guys to get into a fight? where one of them punched the other one so hard that he killed them, right? This is exactly what we're talking about, isn't it?
3: Yes. Yes. And it's interesting because, you know, before I said I was working with a client and just helping them try to find joy in their life. And we went way down to the very basics. And it's like, okay, if something happened, did anybody die? No, we're good. If nobody Mm -hmm. died, good. Did Mm -hmm. anybody get, know, then we're really good. So things aren't that bad because nobody's dying. But in that situation, obviously that man died and that's a horrible, horrible experience. And I hate to hear that. And it was probably over who knows what, uh, you know, he spilled a beer on him or whatever, you know, and sometimes you just, you just got to grin for the situation. Mm-hmm. Just take a grin. Otherwise you never know what could happen. And I mean, I, I get prideful and let my ego get in my way sometimes and want to stand up for myself. But then at the end, you got to ask yourself, is it really worth it? Right. You know, and, you know, and so when you get in those situations, did anybody die? No. Did anybody get hurt? No. Is it really worth it? Me going down that path. If somebody cuts me off or, you know, whatever it might be, if somebody disrespects me, that was my biggest biggest take off of, uh, when we did some self-exploration with my coach was all of the underlying themes of things that irritate me revolve around disrespect. Mm. And so I have to, I have to go into situations and anticipate people are going to be disrespectful. You know,
2: wow. yeah, just
3: throwing trash out your window for me, that's big time disrespect. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. you're literally a country that men and women have fought and died for and their families have suffered and you're just throwing trash out the window. Have some respect, have some pride. Mm -hmm. So you have to recognize those things going into situations. And then that way, when they do happen, it doesn't become a fistfight and you end up dying over it.
2: Right. And that's a great point great point you know one of the things that uh, i oftentimes uh, i wrote i wrote about in my book 10 toxic traits that keep you broke busted, and disgusted one of those traits is what you just shared is pride how pride becomes uh unhealthy there's good pride pride in your country good pride but then yeah. there's unhealthy pride and that is the kind of pride that will create havoc in your life um, if you don't get a handle on it um, and that's why it becomes toxic. So I, I appreciate you bringing that up because that's an honest disclosure. Let's in our last couple of minutes here, I want to talk about two things. You talked about breathing and you talked about finding joy. Yes. Those are two remedies. But as you're coaching someone who is at that place where they need coaching, their, their warning signs are flaring. What would be two or three a techniques or strategies that you would begin to, and, and I obviously this is longer than just a session here. You and I chatting about, but what will be some of the things you can encourage them to begin doing so they can begin to reduce that level of, of, of problematic behavior?
3: Every time you enter a situation that causes you to get elevated, look for the joy in life be it a pet, a special someone, a child whatever memory you have that brought you great joy. So we talk about reframing situations. Mm. So look at that situation and reframe it to find the good in it. So if, you know, as soon as you recognize that you're in a situation where you're about to lose it or even starting to feel elevated, then go find the joy and ask yourself did anybody die did anybody get hurt no then it's really not that big of a deal and i'm going to go find joy in my life because i'm not going to let that person or that situation dictate the rest of my day and the the part about heart focused breathing is when you take 5 minutes slow your breath down i close my eyes so there's no distractions some people can do it wide open there is a technique of doing doing it with your eyes wide open in the middle of a situation, uh, which I can do that as well now that I'm trained on it. Um, But when I really want to recharge my heart, I get in a quiet spot. I close my eyes and I bring the breathe those regenerative feelings into my heart. Those moments of joy, I breathe them into my heart and I charge my heart's battery. Mm. So what if a person and, and I, I know this is probably a question that
2: lead into another segment because you have so many people that have stockpiled negative experiences that they are just, there's, there's no, there's no visibility for the good experiences for them to find joy in. There's people that they live in this negative zone all day long and they find it very difficult when you ask them to recall a joyous moment So they hear you and they say, yeah, uh, I hear that joyous moment, but I don't have any. How do you begin to help the person discover those joyous moments that maybe they've long forgotten about?
3: Um, Depending on the level that if they can't find any, you know, they're at a moment where they don't have any. They they, all they see is negative. They just feel like they're overwhelmed. You just really got to dig deep and and connect with them and go back to where they were previously before getting into the situation, because we all have some type of joy in our life. Right. Right. And and it's a choice to do that. You can find some type of joy, just the joy of I woke up this morning and I'm a child of God and God didn't make any junk. Mm. That's what I.
2: You know, I, 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 the reason I point that question out and we're going to, to a close here in this segment yesterday i was at a networking event and i was just hearing people and i'm very observant i watch people i hear people and i learned from from that uh sort of that observational point and this woman who's a coach asked another woman um what makes you happy very simple question similar to what you're talking about randy and the it it not only did the woman who was being asked the question not come up with an answer immediately it took her a long time. She was floundering around with words. And I thought to myself, my goodness, this lady doesn't even know what makes her happy. Clearly, there's some stuff going on, and everyone has things going on. But I think a lot of people find themselves there. And what you just pointed out is brilliant that if you, even if you, everybody can find a reason to be, to, to, to claim joy, even if you got to go way back. But I think the challenge is that people have misunderstood. Uh, joy to be something so complex and visible and the in the evidence has to be grand. I have to have all sorts of money in the bank and all sorts of problems gone when it could be right. just something as simple as what you just said. Hey, I woke up this morning and I'm, on, I'm in my right mind. Many yes. did not wake up this morning. Many did not wake up at all, let alone in their right mind. I woke up, my two feet are planted on the ground. I'm in my right mind and I'm breathing. There's reason to be joy. Would you
3: agree? Oh, completely. I mean, there's lots of people going through lots of health issues, and you know, even the ones that have health issues, there's some that have worse health issues. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I just I feel very thankful that I came back from two deployments with all my limbs, everything attached in proper, mostly proper working function, to where others. I hear stories all the time of veterans that that come home and are missing limbs, are mentally uh, incapable of living a life because of all the trauma that they went through. And I just am thankful that I get up every morning and I can do what I can do. Well, Randy, we appreciate you. We're
2: thankful that you get up every morning and do what you do. This has been another fantastic uh, segment. Folks, you can reach out to Randy Bowles, um, not only through our website, the jmaymetalkshow.com. His information is on there, uh, but you can find him on LinkedIn as well. And also your website, Randy. Can you share your website?
3: You bet. CoherenceWarrior.com. C-O-H-E-R-E-N-C-E, Warrior.com.
2: Folks, we appreciate Randy being on the program. I know this This episode uh, hopefully will allow you to see that there, there are things you could do proactively to avoid getting into a dark place of despair and discouragement. And if you need further help, help I encourage you to reach out to Randy. He is a certified heart math health coach. And we'll be right back.
0: Have you reached a place personally or professionally where you sense you need to be more motivated and fulfilled? Do you want to change but fear the discomfort that comes with it? Hey, I'm Bryce Runge, author of the hit book, Wake Up, Wake Up, Wake Up. For the past decade, I have equipped students, athletes, and CEOs with tools to wake up, enhance their thought life, develop the strength to overcome challenges, and advance toward greatness. For more information, visit brycerunge.com. That's B-R-Y-C-E-R-U-N-G-E.com. Wake up, let's grow. Are you an educator feeling underappreciated, unmotivated, or uncertain about your next steps? This is Amy Schmidt with Chrysalis Clear Coaching. As a former educator, I understand the increasing pressures teachers face, and I specialize in guiding educators through life transitions, identifying strengths, and cultivating a positive mindset. Take control of your destiny. Let Chrysalis Clear Coaching be your guide as you embark on a transformative journey toward a brighter, more fulfilling life. Don't wait any longer. Visit ChrysalisClear.com to schedule your free consultation
4: this is nicole valance a recently featured spotlight on the Jay Mamie talk show if you are an influencer entrepreneur or leader tim story acclaimed thought leader author and the original comeback coach and i invite you to mark your calendars november 10th to the 12th and get ready for the encounter a three-day transformational experience in orange county with music by investor and tedx speaker austin zelen don't miss this opportunity to encounter god Visit ConnectedWithNicole.com for more information. Again, ConnectedWithNicole.com.
1: Welcome back to the J. Mamie Talk Show Lifestyle Edition with your host, J. Mamie. Mamie
2: Talk Show. I appreciate authors. As a 10-time author myself, I always value authors that are willing to put their thoughts on paper for the world to examine their thoughts. Not only ideology, their perspective, their insight, but their life experiences, and not everybody has the the guts to do that. But boy, when you have someone that takes the time out, uh, they invest the time, the energy, uh, and oftentimes it's in a situation where they have other things happening, but they invest that time so that they can put to paper thoughts, ideas, life experiences, lessons that they've learned that can help another person that individual to me is a hero because they're going to uh, impact, they're going to affect the lives of another person or a group of people, or maybe on a global scale, on a community level to a great degree. That's the story with our impact spotlight today, not only because he's making an impact, but also he's an author who's making an impact. And that is a unique combination. So our author spotlight today is Bryce Rungi. Not only is he a motivational speaker, but he's got a great resume of life experiences from NFL uh, to coaching to the kind of experience that you would expect someone to bring forth rich content full of life lessons. And that's what we're going to talk about today. He's the author of Wake Up, Wake Up, Wake Up. Bryce Rungi. welcome to the Jay Mamie Talk Show. Hey,
0: Jay, appreciate it. Thank you for having me.
2: Absolutely. Hey, before we dive into the goodness of all you have to share, especially your book, I'd like our listeners to learn a little bit more about your story. Sure, absolutely. So
0: I uh, don't hold it against me, but I'm from California. (laughs) I I, I grew up Southern California. I was exposed to the uh the aggressive scene as sports like surfing, skateboarding, snowboarding. And then in the late nineties when rollerblading came the scene. I know you mentioned the NFL and my pursuit to the NFL, that doesn't really mesh well, but I was I was younger and I was thinner back then. So as rollerblading <laughs> Yeah, I came, was hot on the scene and I discovered a talent that I was so good at that it took me traveling the world. I turned professional. I was in magazines and, and videos and, and then that turned into partying. And that obviously was not a good decision. And then that led to uh, just a, a life of confusion, uh, mm-hmm. uh, being lost and, and not not knowing who I am, where I'm going, what I'm doing. And so, yeah. you know, through a, another series of, of poor decisions that actually led to the rebirth of my passion for football and so that ended up uh becoming um my passion again and i was 100 all football and that led to uh, a full athletic scholarship to play football at the university of Hawaii at the age of 27. so wow. I, I live i live some life in that time but like you said wow. in, in the beginning there's a lot of experiences that go with that and so I, you know, I pursued the NFL and I had a lot of opportunities, but I unfortunately didn't land on a team. And then another series of, of disappointment came into my life. I, I went through a divorce and I became an every other weekend dad would absolutely crush me. And I just was like, I'm not OK with where I'm at. I'm not OK with settling. I'm not OK with just being OK. Then I determined to just be on this relentless pursuit to becoming uh, to becoming great and living a life of significance. And so that's, you know, in a nutshell of uh, my, my story, where I came from and, and and where I'm at right now. And so as an author and a speaker, I'm compiling all of those experiences and my lessons and my leadership. And I, I put it in my book and I put it out there in my messages as a speaker. Um, and so I'm just, again, using, using the platform to, to make an impact. I know it's not about me and I get to use what I've gone through to help others advance toward greatness.
2: You know, I tell you, you packed a punch in 30 years of life, right? Uh, partying, and uh Hawaii, you, I, it's shocking that at 27 years old, you received a football scholarship. I mean, that's just unheard of, right? right. And you played in Hawaii, great place to play football in Hawaii, Right, and you kind of traveled through the, the the camps of the NFL. Didn't really land on a team, but you went through that experience, and obviously that was an experience of discouragement and disappointment. You end up going through a divorce. you every other weekend dad. I know that experience. That was my first marriage, so I can relate to that very well. That was that that's that's very challenging on us. Um, and here you are, man, turning things around. Have turned things around, and and are very prolific in your ability to help. Uh, change the perspectives and mindsets of, of so many others. And that, that's why you're on the show today. And that's why your book is a success. But I want to talk a little bit about the consequences of holding on to past hurts, regrets, and, and mistakes. You often speak about that. What are the consequences of holding on to that stuff for, for way too long?
0: Yeah, I, I speak on it because I'm, I'm well-versed in it, unfortunately. But, right. but being able to overcome that um, has been has been paramount. You know, when you hold on to that, those those hurts, those regrets, those mistakes, that that really leads to to suffering emotionally and mentally. And so that's why I think it's vital get this to deal so you can heal. Oftentimes we don't deal with our issues and we don't ever heal from it, and so we take that into the next. Marriage, next job, next season of our lives, and we keep repeating this cycle. And so, some of those consequences, Jay, are uh, emotional turmoil, right? So we 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 hold on to those things, and that creates toxic behaviors, and that contributes to chaotic cultures. Which you know, in your family dynamic, in your work dynamic, I mean, it, it hinders our our personal growth and development, has a significant impact on our 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 overall physical. Health, um, Jay. It, this this is something that I I had to deal with. It 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 led into unhealthy relationships and damaging those relationships. And so, you know, it could create this this mindset of of not worthy, self doubt, right? Causing causing one to miss out on opportunities and, and wonder what what happened? How did I miss out on that? It's, well, it's because you've been holding mm-hmm. on tight. You've been gripping tight. To the past pains and the hurts, and so ultimately we have to deal with those things and heal from it, so that we could move into a healthier season, a healthier mindset, and 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 overall well being.
2: You know, you said a mic
0: drop. One of the things,
2: uh, one of the aspects of the show that I appreciate, Bryce, is when the guests drop what I call knowledge bomb, just a knowledge bomb. You went beyond the knowledge bomb. You dropped a nuclear missile, brother. (laughs) When you said something that we could really wrap up the segment here, you said you have to deal to heal. Right. You've got to deal with the stuff in order to heal from the stuff. And that is a that is a nuclear missile, brother. That is beyond knowledge bomb. And that could make our whole segment right here. But we're not letting you off the hook that quickly Uh, Uh, because you've got a lot. You've got a lot more to go. Uh, hey you often speak about uh routine reflection it's your philosophy right routine yeah. practicing routine reflection and and how does that uh, share a little bit more about that philosophy and how does that help in redirecting um our attitudes and perspective uh, and perceptions I- i'm interested in hearing that
0: yeah so a- along the way i i aligned with um just just leaders who were so powerful in my life and and one of them uh he's still a mentor of mine and he taught me about reflection and so i started to cultivate uh that that routine in my life and i discovered that that that's a valuable practice when we implement re- reflection into our daily routine that's a powerful practice and that that helps us to grow personally you know right and so it involves assessing uh, our daily activities. So I look at it, what are my daily activities look like? What are my thoughts, right? Cause I know that my thoughts are gonna ultimately determine who I am and, and my actions that that come from that. And so it also help, you know, helps you discover those behaviors. And so reflecting is more than just looking backwards in my opinion, it's not just looking backwards. It's more than just recounting, recapping the day. It's about gathering information. And with information, with that insight, we can apply that and make a positive impact. And so for me, the best way to overcome obstacles, those challenges, and to grow is to to move forward and reflect, evaluate, and recalibrate. And so I truly see it as a powerful time to refine. And that's yeah. what I spend that time. Now, uh, we have kids. And so... Uh, that time has to be strategic because our children right. can, can can consume our time. So uh, right. it yeah. might not be an hour like it used to be for me. If, if I could get 10 minutes, then awesome. Right. But that's an intentional 10 minutes of a refining time. And so that's how I view reflection. Yeah, I love that. It's
2: a time to read, to not only recollect, but also refine. And that's brilliant because I think too many of us run at a pace that's so uh, so fast and, and aggressive that we don't take time to do that. And, and routine reflection, when you said that, uh, it hit me personally, cause I thought, you know, that's, that's brilliant. Even if it's only five minutes, right. Better than, than not having anything at all. Exactly. You talk about a legacy. And one of the things I know that you often share is what really is a healthy legacy. When I heard you mention that I thought to myself again, wow, this guy's got some deep insight because, In the world of financial services, which is where I've got my roots, I've built a financial services business, among other businesses, legacy in that arena deals with assets, houses, cars, things like that. You come from a whole other angle when you're speaking about legacy. So I'd love for you to share with our audience, what is your uh, idea of leaving behind a healthy legacy?
0: Yeah. You know, Jay, Growing up, uh, I, unfortunately, like a lot of people, I, I grew up in a, in a home of dysfunction. And legacy wasn't something that was, was talked about. There was never an importance placed on shaping a legacy. And so I went through life, like many of us do, living in default mode, not mm-hmm. being intentional about laying a solid foundation. And so for, for me, it was about defining it. What is legacy? So I got to define it. Now I'm able to design it. And so, mm-hmm. again, going back to the default, I think so many operate in a default mode. They don't understand the impact that generations from now will feel. And so, you know, I have a chest that's over 150 years old. It's from my great grandparents. And there's nothing in it. In fact, all I know about them is their name. And I have this piece of evidence. That's it. And to me, that's not enough. And when I open up this chest, there's nothing in it. And I don't want to leave a legacy like that. I want to leave evidence that I was here in the values and the principles and the faith that I've created for generations and generations to come. Here's the here's the deal. Generations. I want generations to be in awe of what I'm doing today. I want them to feel the impact three, four, five generations from now. And you have to be intentional about it. You have to, you have to know, you have to, you have to, you have to define it. What's it look like? And then you got to make an intentional steps towards designing it. And that's, that's really how I view it. And I think it's because I wasn't, Taught. I wasn't led by that, and and that was from my father. And I'm not casting stones at him. I love him, but the reality is I wasn't modeled that. And so it's my opportunity not to just carry on that generational curse, but to overcome that and plant seeds of greatness so that in that impacts generations to come.
2: I I love that. And the the story you gave of your grandparents leaving behind a hundred and fifty year old chest. and nothing in it, right? I mean, yeah, that's evidence that they were here because that piece of property belongs to them. But that's the extent of it. You don't know anything about them. Leaving behind your values, your thoughts, your your, your, your actions, physical proof that you were here. um, Boy, that's leaving a legacy much more than assets. It's okay to do that too, but what good is it if you leave assets but people remember you as an asshole. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, that's, that's just the way it is. So right. values, faith, very, very important. Great answer. That is how you build, I think, an authentic uh, legacy that lasts, as you say, generation after generation after generation. Okay. Yeah. And by the way, one of the things that you can leave behind as a legacy for people that are wondering, how do I add to that is a book, right? Yeah. If you don't do anything else other than put all your thoughts on a book, that is timeless. And you can have generational reading to the fifth generation because you put a book. And imagine if your grandparents had done that, at least you would would have known what their thoughts were like, what their daily life was like. It's a beautiful thing to leave a book. and You did that. You wrote Wake Up, Wake Up, Wake Up. Uh, first of all, interesting title. So let's learn a little bit more about what inspired you to write the book, to get the title. And what are the lessons that you're leaving behind for the reader who is going to pick this copy up?
0: Right. So... I knew deep inside that I, I wanted to write a book. I didn't know what that looked like. And and during that season of my life, I'm like, I'm not ready. I think there's more to the story. And and I was right. And there's going to continue to be more to the story, which is going to come out in my next book. I'm speaking that right now. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: All right. So, you know, I I just knew that I, I, I needed to write a book. But I went through a season where I, I I dealt with that self-doubt. I had that inner critic telling me that, hey, remember in, in school, you you couldn't even spell. You couldn't read. And so that was that was inhibiting me. That was that was almost paralyzing to me. And then I discovered, no, I do have this. I do have this gift. And I'm going to share it. And so when I was in education, I was also a coach like you met, mentioned. Um I was known as the the uplifter. I was the energy guy. I got everyone fired up. I I set the tone for our meetings, our practice for the day. And there was uh, one of the coaches that came out to the field one day and he's like, Hey, we need you to come inside. I'm like, ah, oh, the kids are acting up. Right. He's like, no, it's the coaches. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Right. We had, we had some turmoil in there. And so I just knew that I had to do something. I had, to, I had to create change and that turned into a little motivational newsletter and it was on gratitude. And I, I printed this little newsletter out and I put it on each of the coaches desk and things started to change. And then one by one, they came to me and thanked me, and how that changed their perspective on a- and attitude moving forward. And so I'm like, "Oh, I do." So I kept going and kept going. And I'm like, "I do have this gift," and I kept cultivating that gift, and that turned into a book, and it was all themed on waking up. And for me, it was about waking up, Bryce. You need to wake up and discover your greatness because it's in you. And so I put my pen to the to the. To the paper, if you will. And I just started writing and I compiled all of the stuff like you find it in my book. And, and you know, the lessons that I want to leave are are to encourage readers to find inspiration, right, to empower them to strive for self-improvement, setting goals, developing new skills. You know, I, I want to make it important for them to understand uh, the power of positive thinking. I want to equip them with tools to build resiliency and bounce back from setbacks. You know, ultimately I want them to develop ruthless optimism that empowers them to wake up, take action steps that will advance them toward greatness and ultimately Jay that's what's inspired me to write that book. Well, Bryce, you are
2: living the book. I could tell that. You are living the book and I encourage everyone to go out and pick up a copy uh if the snippets that you've heard today have inspired you or have awakened you to the fact that this man has generic, authentic, uh, wisdom because he's lived it. You want to pick up a copy of the book, Bryce. We're going to put the book up on our site anyway, but if you could share where they can find it now, that'll be great.
0: Yeah. So you could go, uh, you can go to my website. That's the quickest way to get there is BryceRungy.com? Like you mentioned, uh, it's on Amazon. It's on, uh, books a million. And, um, yeah, you could pick it up at those places. All right.
2: Well, Bryce, we appreciate you being on the Jay Mamie Talk Show. Keep up the good work and we'll be talking soon. Folks, we're going to come back right after the break.
4: Hi, I'm Natalie Odom's independent digital branch office with Transact Card Visa Bank Card. We're all hurting with the rising cost of gas, groceries, bills. Prices are skyrocketing with no signs of coming down. It's painful. And our Transact Card Visa Bank Card is soothing the pain by offering a reward system no other bank card offers. Transact Card Visa Bank Card doubles your buying power with every swipe. To hear more, call 925 414 5636 for my recorded message.
2: Hey everyone, Jay Mamie here from the Jay Mamie Talk Show. Excited to announce that my 10th book. 10 Toxic Traits That Keep You Broke, Busted, and Disgusted is now available on Amazon. The book is already changing lives since its release. We take a closer look at those progress-inhibiting behaviors that continue to become the stumbling blocks to your success and the better version of you that exists. If progress is important to you, then pick up a copy, 10 Toxic Traits That Keep You Broke, Busted, and Disgusted, now available on Amazon attention dallas fort worth area residents on care 360 a digital health company is looking for a highly motivated healthcare business development consultant you will be on the front line of the sales process leading from introductions to close develop a pipeline to meet or exceed sales targets you must have experience selling to independent physician groups and provider networks you must be a self-starter ability to work independently and results driven If this sounds like you, please email your latest resume along with your LinkedIn profile to hr at oncare360.com. That is hr at O-N-C-A-R-E 360.com.
1: Welcome back to the Jay Mamie Talk Show Lifestyle Edition with your host, Jay Mamie.
2: Welcome back, everyone, to the Jay Mamie Talk Show. I'm excited about our next guest. People who bring value to the community are always uh, important to me. They have a special place in my heart because it takes a lot of guts and courage to put your neck out on the line, hold events that bring value to the community, to, to, especially in the corporate community and i've held many events over the last 30 years and sometimes they're great hits and sometimes they're misses but you keep going because you believe in what you do and and we've got in our on our show today someone that i believe her and her partner are they they epitomize having guts they epitomize having the 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 vision to see value that they could bring to the lives of others, especially in the CEO space. So joining me today on the show, I mentioned her name earlier, is Amanda Bell. She's the CFO of CEO AF, a wonderful organization that is really out there looking to improve the lives of, of those corporate-minded people. And she's with us today to share not only an upcoming event, but a little, little bit of behind the story of CEO AF. So, Amanda Bell, welcome to the J Mamie Talk Show.
4: Thank you so much, Jay. We're so excited and honored to be here with you.
2: Before we dive into all the goodness that we're going to chat about, uh, I first like to learn a little bit more about your story as as a component, an integral part of CEOAF. But then, what inspired that launch with you and your partner, Kimbra Garcia?
4: I love the question, um, and it's funny because we get asked all the time, "How did you two partner together?" You know, "How did you two come together at CEOAF?" Uh, And, you know, for Kim and I both, it was, we both started two businesses in the DFW Metroplex the same year, back in 2016. And so we got to witness each other through social media, mostly on Facebook, uh, if you will, the growth that we were seeing inside of our businesses, the fun the fun part about CEOAF is that both of our other businesses were already eight-figure producing companies when Kim and I met. So we always joke around because we didn't necessarily have to meet each other when we were in the weeds. You know, we didn't we didn't see each other back in the day when Amanda Bell was maybe a little bit more sporadic in uh, in movement with no intention behind it. We, in fact, got to meet each other when we were a little bit more grounded in life and in business. And uh, so together, that's been a ton of fun to be able to grow with her. CEO AF actually came to life with Kemba Garcia about three years ago and It really started from a place of giving back to other business owners in her industry specifically. So she's the owner of RKG Roofing and Construction, and she had a ton of roofing companies. She was one of the number one women uh, recognized in her industry to own a roofing company and really be able to scale that company to an eight-figure production team, if you will, family in the Metroplex. So she started coaching, guiding, helping other roofing companies and at the same time, I was doing the exact same thing inside of real estate. So between the two of us, we came together, we started hanging out. We'd find ourselves at each other's house on the weekends and evenings. And that's where we realized that CEOAF could really use another person in, in the mix with them. So what we did was we ended up coming together and built out the systems and the processes behind CEOF. So it was no longer just one-on-ones with other business owners. There it became a very systemized company, if you will, so that we could broaden our net to be able to help support other CEOs. So when they sign up with CEO AF, we really believe that they're signing up with a new board of advisors for their company. We dive into their business with them the way that we hoped that others would with us and and, and some did, right? I still have mentors today that help me with real estate and other things. And it's a beautiful piece to the puzzle. We believe that at CEO AF that our businesses will never grow our personal life. So at CEOAF, we coach and help guide in both business,
2: life and spirituality. Yeah, that's fantastic. Two people who connected online, right, who didn't really know each other prior, but you both were in the same trajectory. You became like-minded and you joined forces to produce this wonderful organization here. And that's really what it's about. It's about finding people that are like-minded. So that you can together unite a vision that empowers the rest of the world. And this is what's happening here. You're a big believer in in that. Um, I know that you, as you and I have spoken, you believe that uh, in order for a business owner to succeed, in this case, a CEO um, or really any high level executive. Right. Um, And for that matter, any person who wants to thrive, uh, they've got to be grounded. We spoke about that, and and why is that important to you? What does it mean for someone who is ambitious and high achieving to be grounded?
4: You know, for us at CEOAF, we believe in staying grounded for many reasons, both physically and mentally. Um, and it's and it's important, like I said, in order for our businesses to scale, we have to understand that they'll never outgrow us personally, and if we're always I like to reference the sacral sacral chakras or chakra system, but the sacral chakra being down at the bottom, that is the bottom three chakras for us as human beings. Those energy centers are the bottom three are grounding centers. And a lot of times you'll find that the business owner or the CEO is is actually usually working from the grounded center, but they started from that third eye chakra, which is the one that puts you in a state of mind to be able to back up from people and situations. Maybe, maybe they never were able to please their parents or please their teachers or coaches or. People in their in their surrounding sphere growing up as children. And so naturally, they, without even knowing it, their subconscious threw them into their third eye chakra, being able to back up and connect with people. And sometimes you'll hear business owners start out as people pleasers. And then shift into that phase where it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. I have to keep going. I've made it this far, right? And so that's a great place to work from. That third eye is really beautiful. But the truth is, is those bottom three, you can't continue to scale without having those bottom three grounded. I think for me personally, and a lot of our clients and Kimba Garcia, we like to, take uh, moments for ourselves, usually first thing in the morning, find your ground first thing in the morning before you have any other conversation and go outside. I'll water plants. I like to meditate. And I also like to embrace the sunrise, the sunset, the clouds, the movement of the trees. And for me, that alone will get me into a pretty grounded mental state pretty quickly.
2: You know, one of the things that I know as as somebody who myself is a pretty ambitious business owner. I've been at this for quite a while that unless you find that place of peace um, early in the morning, as as you just mentioned, or at whatever point throughout the course of a day, somebody who is on the run can find that place of peace. You're going to have a frantic frenzy experience, not only for that day, for the rest of the week, and even for the better part of your life because you are so scattered and you're running rampant and your synapses are firing all over the place in your mind that you can actually become or feel more tired than your body really is just because your brain is exhausted, right? You're all over the place. So grounding is very, very key. But one of the things that we also spoke about, which I'm in full agreement with you and I know many, many are, as we talked about uh, the vibrational state of the planet, right? And yeah. why, Raising our own vibration and state is crucial to individual and community and corporate thriving, since we're going there too. Share your thoughts on that, because I think you had a lot of good things to say when you and I spoke prior.
4: Thank you. Um, so, for us at CEOAF, we know scientifically that the planet Earth is shifting or sliding down. And that is very dangerous for us as humans who can only and have only ever lived on planet Earth. And and the only way to shift our planet back up is to literally raise the vibration of our planet. So I know you and I chatted a little bit for those of you that don't know that are listening in with Jay and I today, the energy that we send out through those energy chakras that we were talking about earlier uh, has actually, we actually have tools today that can measure the Mm -hmm. bandwidth of our energy. And only because our tools that we have today to measure that can only measure up to four to six feet away from a body is the only reason why we know it can go that far. The truth is, is that that energy can likely go further. We like to call that the ripple effect. Uh, Think of like one drop dropping in the ocean, the ripple effect or or a pool, right? The ripple effect that that Mm -hmm. has, it's almost never ending. It continues to go. And so with that, raising the vibration of the planet is the bigger mission. And we do believe that our business owners and our CEOs, our entrepreneurs, those spirits and those souls are the ones that are the movers and the shakers in our world, We also know from the map of consciousness that has been handed to us, gifted to us from Dr. David R. Hawkins, he -hmm. built out this map of consciousness that shows the different levels and the frequency of the energies that we produce as humans. And at the very bottom of his map, he starts with anger and guilt and shame all below 100 energy frequencies. Now, if we can get above that 200 to 250, that pride energy frequency and tap in closer to unconditional love uh, and and higher and climbing, that is where our energy is actually greater and, and more sustainable for us as humans on earth to be able to raise our planet back up, to be able to live in more peace and harmony and to be able to execute on business and life is the truth. I believe that people can also be the CEO of their life. They don't have to mm-hmm. own a business to become the CEO of their very own life
2: that's right that's uh, right
4: and and so with that raising that vibration, one person operating at a five fifty, which is our unconditional love state uh doc- Dr. Hawkins says that Mother Mary operated at that state that unconditional untethering love. Um, Think of your fur babies. If you're a pet person, your dog, that unconditional love doesn't matter what you do, that sort of love can outweigh hundreds of the souls that operate in the shame and the guilt in the lack states, uh, which we all go through, right? It's a lot And so we all climb a ladder, if you will. But if we can offer our children and our children's children to maybe be able to start at a higher vibration, I believe in our planet going much, much further for many more decades. So, You
2: know, I think there's so many people today that either they know that instinctively, but they can't put their finger on it. They know something is up. They know something's wrong and and you just can't uh, go very far other than in turning on the Internet and looking at all the negative stuff that's happening. And, and, you know, like attracts like and more negativity will attract more negativity. And I think that's a very, very difficult place. It's a very troubling place that we're in as a country. And that's, again, why I appreciate what you're doing, because you're bringing that to light uh, to everyone, really but again you're doing it specifically in the world of the of the business space and speaking about that you've got an event coming up you and kimbra have an event coming up now in dfw Uh, phenomenal speakers are going to be at that event is the ceo af summit share with us a little bit about that summit what could an attendee expect to receive there Um, and what are the lessons they're going to walk away with that's going to impact them moving forward, especially as we're turning to corner on
4: 2024. I love it. Okay. And I am thrilled to be able to share it with anybody and everybody that's interested. So the CEOAF Summit is a summit that's going to be hosted in Fort Worth, Texas at the Austrium on October 23rd and 24th. This summit has a panel of roughly eight speakers and a plethora of great sponsors coming out. We're expecting um, about 100 CEOs and business owners to attend this event. The truth is, is we could squeeze 120. Uh, so the first 120 to scoop up their tickets are, are in like 10, and we're excited for it. At the summit, we are planning to leave these business owners and CEOs with the necessary tools that they can start implementing immediately in their life, business, and spirituality. So we have speakers and courses. It's going to be different than any other business summit you've ever seen, I promise. I've been to several and I've paid... 5,000 plus for one summit alone, right? But this one is very affordable. We want to get it out to the masses and the people that intend to make a difference, not only in their own life, but in another soul's life along the way. So it is affordable. It's under $100 for a general admission ticket, but we intend to leave them with with the tools that they can start implementing on business. So there's going to be systems, processes, uh, building out client avatars, building out employee avatars, being able to track your sales reps time, who's maybe 1099, which you've never been able to track before without a time card. Right. And, and things like that. So we're also, we've also got our holistic health doctors and medicine practice practitioners coming in, which I'm very excited for. It's a new era that we're in today. And one that I believe is going to help us get back to our roots and that grounding that you were sharing with us, Jay. Mm -hmm. We also have um, our CRM guys coming in to discuss the automation and the natural follow-up for your clients. And then we also have a human design expert, Coach Mercedes Davis, who is a multi-business owner as well, who will be discussing more about who you are and how to tap into yourself Everything she shares with you, you likely already know is the beautiful piece. The more beautiful piece behind it is that it reassures you in the movement or the action steps that you take on a regular basis. So it allows you to be able to embrace yourself. But the list goes on and on. We've got a facial decoding expert who you also know, Brian Gauke, uh, Mm -hmm. which I'm excited to have him out. So that'll be a really great time as well. Now, the intention behind it is not just to show up and meet new faces. It's to almost give yourself permission to keep it weird. That's a CEOAF core value. Our theme at this summit is an Alice in Wonderland theme. You can't get more weird than that.
2: This is true.
4: And to have a ton of fun along the way, that's another core value at CEOAF. So having fun and keeping it weird is going to be the vibe of this entire summit. I promise it's not going to be a summit where you're the CEO who has a lot of energy that needs to get out, but you're forced to sit in one spot. We're going to be engaging. We're going to ask you to engage back. And then the after party for our elite VIP members is going to be roughly 50 of the CEOs that pay for this elite VIP package. The after party is all Alice in Wonderland, and it's going to be able to mix and mingle with Jay himself, Amanda mm-hmm. Bell, Kemba Garcia, and a lot of the other speakers and sponsors. Those fireside chats that we get with, with people like you, Jay, for me and my growth has been tremendous. Being able to sit down with a soul just like yourself, one-on-one or even in a small intimate group, that's a fun environment and, and fun, safe space has been game changer for me along the years. So we're very excited to be able to bring this to life for many CEOs and entrepreneurs around the world.
2: Yeah, that's awesome. You had me at less than a hundred bucks. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I think any I think anybody who can um, understand the value that they're going to get. And for a price point like that, I mean, one fireside chat, as, as you pointed out, where you can learn one tip, one technique, one tactic from one person is worth that thousand times over, right? The the cost of the admission. So I, I think this being, you. I, I'm surprised you only get 125 at that, you know? So we're gonna promote that on our show here. That's why you're here. We appreciate what you and Kimbra are doing uh, for the community, for the CEO space. It's important. Uh, it's a very different message than what you find others are promoting out there. Uh, but that difference is what makes you unique, is what makes you special. I'm glad that you and I, you, Kimbra, and and, and Kimbra had a chance to connect recently. Folks, we're going to put up all this, uh, her information to this, uh, not only to CEO AF on our website, but we're also going to put up the information to the upcoming summit. You'll find it at the Amanda, it's been a pleasure having you. Thanks for being on the J. Show. Well, folks, that wraps up another fantastic broadcast. Make sure you catch us again next week on the Jay Mamie Talk Show Lifestyle Edition.